Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Get ready for Mind Shock with Dr. Ron Dalrymple, the premier podcast in the world bringing you hidden truths about your mind's incredible powers. Get ready to free your mind. Everybody, welcome to Mind Shock. Dr. Ron Dalrymple. The show will take you to the outer limits of your mind, into the inner limits, the true final frontier. Our theme for this show is evolution of the supermind. I began working at NASA at 17 years old, back when I was a kid, many, many eons ago. We put people in space. Back then, we called space the final frontier. But at 19 years old at NASA, I discovered a whole new idea that if the mind is an energy field that transcends the physical brain, the true final frontier is inner space, exploration of the true powers of mind. So our mission on this show is to take you to true outer limits of inner space. Think about that, the outer limits of inner space. Our motto for this show is supermind, superbody, and super spirit. In today's chaotic world, there's a revolution sweeping the globe about who we are, and what we are doing here. And mind revolution is changing everything. Whole new theories of mind that turn old science on its head. Old science is three-dimensional and limited to the physical sciences. I'm sorry, physical senses, where many folks are rooted in believe that is the totality of reality. We're developing new models of science that consider n dimensions as n approaches infinity. Today we're going to talk to Peg Donahue about her fascinating book called Money is an Energy Game. Peg, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Ron. How are you doing today? Good, great, great. Thanks for doing the show. Really appreciate you being here. Well, thank you for having me. Enjoy reading your book. I'm glad we often did. start with, if you could please tell our audience about how your journey started, which led to this book, like how you started to study these ideas about the power of the mind and how to manifest things and so forth, how to create a life of prosperity, not just, of course, in money, but also in health well-being, relationships, and so forth. Please tell us how you got started on this path. Okay, sure. Uh, about, well, actually, it was around 1999, um, 2000. I left a traditional corporate job. I had been working in the direct marketing field for 21 years, and then one day I decided that was enough, and I was going to take six months off and get another job. And you know what? I never did. I did take the six months off, but it um, has now elapsed into over 21 years again. And so I delved into um, the inner world. I delved into metaphysics, and I just became fascinated with energy, our, our inner and outer selves. I became a feng shui consultant. And feng shui is about your space, about your environment, your home, your work, space, wherever you are. And the premise is that your outer environment is a reflection of your inner self. 
so that drove me inside even deeper. And as I was working with clients, my clients led me to do release work, to do tapping work, to help them release emotions, blockages within their inner self. I also started doing space clearing to release blockages in, in outer spaces. I um, also moved on or uh, evolved into um, doing coaching to just help people bring out the best in themselves. And so I've been doing that for um, 21 years along the way. Early on, I met Madeline Gerwick. We were both taking prosperity training classes, and this would have been around 2000, 2001. And we did that for a bit, and then we developed our own prosperity training program. We taught a program called Eight Keys to the Ultimately Prosperous Business. Then we developed a program called Conscious Language. We developed a third program, Take an Energy Inventory for Prosperity. And after teaching those for several years, we decided we wanted to kick it up a bit and take it to a larger audience. So we put those programs together in a book, and that book became Money is an Energy Game. And we wrote that book, believe it or not, over seven years. It evolved over seven years. So um, that we published in um, 2019 on, on, as a Kindle and in print in 2020. And I think that's what you read, right? Well, that's a fascinating journey. I'm sure you went through a lot of uh, shifts and whatnot of thoughts and ideas and insights. You get to that point. When I was reading your book, I was really impressed by you did a great job of analyzing the other approaches that people have gotten into in terms of understanding mind energy, mind force, and how to make it manifest in the world. You had a lot of great examples and ideas put together. So you did a great job of synthesizing all those concepts. How do you feel about that? Well, I feel um, really good about it. I feel we are addressing a lot of the current issues that people have, both um, in my practice, um, working with people in um, their environments, and Madeline, my co-author, is an economic astrologer. And so she's working with people in terms of timing. And what we found is that many people put blocks in front of themselves. And so they're, they're putting out these exterior blocks. And what they're really doing is they're um, mimicking their, their feelings and their patterns, their beliefs. So um, first, we like to work with people on beliefs, on understanding what your beliefs are about prosperity or about money or um, good fortune. Because once you recognize what your beliefs are, if they're not in alignment with what you really want, then you have the opportunity to release those and to change those. Okay, right, exactly. So, so a lot of folks have blocks. Yeah, pardon me. So a lot of people have blocks and fixations. We talk about in quantum field psychology that many people have thoughts and emotions that they fixate upon. You talk about the power of emotion, it's certainly true. They're often held in place by various erroneous belief systems, which go back to antiquity. People have false beliefs, and they lock into these negative emotions, which can occlude the mind and block the mind from higher perception. So you're locked into the ego mind, these various attachments to the external world and so forth, often driven by the lower emotions, which is anxiety, fear, guilt, grief, depression, whatever it might be, which then blocks the higher perceptions, the higher intuitions, which you refer to in your book. I really like the way you talk about how to tap into those, how to tap into that higher power, I do cleansing techniques. I just are always great. Well done. Yes, and one of the techniques I put in the book, and I did a recording on it so all readers have access to it, is emotional freedom and healing release to release your yes. blockages and beliefs related to money. So we put together 
common blockages that are there. And for people who have the book, you can just go to Chapter 2, and if you have a Kindle, you can you know, click the link. Otherwise, you just type the um, address into your browser, and you would have access to that 45-minute recording to tap away fears and beliefs and blockages related to deserving of money or prosperity. That, that's a big part of it. And our beliefs that, you know, they're often coming. Right. Emotional freedom techniques are very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah, coming from... Third did those. And they really are very interesting. I really enjoy doing the tapping techniques. There's a way to tap into those deep emotional fixations to help break those free. And it's a way to... It's, uh, the unconscious blockages are there. First, you understand what it's all about, but it'll still work for them. But they really see it fully or not. You feel about that? That's exactly right. And so um, the emotional freedom technique and emotional freedom and healing technique, it works beyond the conscious level. So we, we um, suggest to people don't even think about it. Just follow along with the recording and do the tapping and be open to the possibility that you're releasing these patterns and these blocks because they're encoded in yourself. And they come from your grandpa- your parents, your grandparents, and prior generations, and you don't even realize you're carrying them. However, if you go back and replay in your mind those stories that you grew up with and the patterns that you grew up with, you'll start to recognize some of them. Like I grew up with, you have to work hard to make money. I grew up in a family of nine children. My dad was working a lot, often two or three jobs. My mom worked as children, you know. We would go out and get papers and babysit, and we knew we had to, you know, earn, you know, money if we were going to go to college, and we were encouraged, you know, um, to go to college and higher education. But we had to work hard, you know, to get it. And then along the way, I learned, hmm, that's a belief system. But we can let go of that belief system and adopt a belief that it's easy. It can be somewhat effortless, and you can put conscious action and conscious thought toward that and have an easier journey. It doesn't have to be a, a long, long, hard struggle. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's, that's one thing um, we put in the book. We also brought to people's attention to pay attention to your language. Pay attention to the stories you tell and the stories that you repeat to other people. Um, gossip. Let go of gossip. Don't even, and you know, get engaged in it. Don't even entangle in it if it's really not a positive story. Listen to other people and understand where they're coming from, but you don't have to add on to it. You don't have to, you know, add your piece. And that's what happens with, with gossip and stories often. Somebody will come along and, and tell you a tale of woe, and then you'll add to it. You'll add to Yeah, you get the great point is that with the stories you tell yourself, because we have these very subroutines, go back in the past, a couple of decades ago, we referred to these as subroutines, programmed into the mind, which we learned growing up from other people, from the media, from whatever, and about ourselves. We often have a self-image, which is negative. A lot of folks have low self-esteem. One study found that 95% of the population of the U.S. tells themselves, tell themselves negative thoughts and negative feelings all day long. That's a huge inertial field that we're supposed to work against to elevate people in terms of their thoughts and emotions. Be part of that, the stories that we tell ourselves, which sustain those delusional, those are false beliefs, those delusional systems. A lot of folks, of course, as you mentioned, I call it the water cooler effect. You'll sit around a water cooler at work or whatever, at parties, and I'll talk about all kinds of negative stuff. I live in Florida, a lot of people bemoan their 
physical condition. You know, I've got, oh, I had this operation, I bet, and somebody else tried to best them. They had more operations. Somebody else had more, you know, more than that. They'll have That's a contest. exactly you right. Indulge, yeah. You can indulge more self-pity. You can feel sorry for themselves more. What they went through and all this stuff. Indulge those negative false emotions. You try to tell folks, no, you have to break that. But indulge in that stuff, you perpetuate it. And because the self-fulfilling prophecy, you're making more and more of that come true for yourself. I think you made a really good point there. Don't tell yourself those negative stories. We're going back in positive stories, positive thoughts, positive emotions, and feed it to your mind all day long if you have to, counteract all those negative emotions and thoughts pushing against you. How do you feel about that? Um, well, I, I think it's amazing that uh, statistic that you just presented, that 95% of the population is having negative thoughts all day long. That is amazing. And so... Yeah. It takes conscious attention and conscious action. And I think a way to break it is listen to other people. And you can respond with, oh, I understand how you feel that way, or I understand how you can feel that way. But then you don't have to agree, because at that point you can go on and tell a different story, or you can offer a different perspective. Like one day I was chatting with one of my brothers, and I realized that my belief um, about working hard popped right into my head. It, it just like, came to the front of my consciousness. You have to work hard to be successful. And then I consciously like, captured that, and I told myself, oh, wow, there it is. I believe I have to work hard. No wonder I'm working so hard. So at that point I made a conscious note to change that belief. You know, because we we had been working hard, and I um, I vowed to change it. And then since then, I have the phrase that my work is easy and it's joyful, and I love doing it. But it doesn't have to be hard. And if if it's a challenge for people to get on board with that, you could change it to it's getting easier. So you can make what we call a progressive affirmation. It's just a little bit better. It, and you don't have to go from zero to 100. In fact, we don't recommend it all at once. Take small steps. Take baby steps. But pull out of the negativity because that's what is holding a lot of people back and it's what is holding people locked in. So open to the possibility that things can change and also play with it and have fun with it and begin to notice that when you change your energy and you just open it up a bit and open to the possibility and are willing to explore, you will start to see seeds of change. And so yeah, notice I think it's those. an important, important point. Take small steps. You very gradual progress, pulling it back in, called taking baby steps, where you get the idea initially. And first, the idea might be something you really don't want to accept. Many folks do think negative and feel negative, but they belong to various institutions like schools, churches, government uh, positions, or corporate jobs, whatever, where they're taught a certain type of thinking, a certain way of seeing the world, a certain way of feeling, the family systems hold together, the culture holds that together. There's delusion of belief systems it's very, very hard to break away from. So first right. of all, you must accept the idea maybe your mind does have power and spirit force behind it to make things manifest, but first you have to accept that and then start to use it gradually. So you made the point in the book, too, about having faith and trust to make these things happen. But there's a lot of folks, it's a big jump to even try that. Which right, if you take small, small steps, you can perhaps prove themselves gradually as they go along. And of course, steps can be bigger as they get into it, and more powerful things, greater things can happen for them in their lives. How do you see that? Um, well, I, I see that, actually, I see it very clearly. 
And so what I recommend to people is during the day, focus on what you want to have happen and notice every time what you don't want is showing up. You know, the can'ts, the shouldn'ts, I won't. You know, those are barriers and blocks that we put in front of us. So let those come up. Allow all this to come to the surface because you want it to come to the surface so that you can release it, so you can let it go. Versus if you just ignore it or keep stuffing it back down, it's still there. It's going deeper and deeper. So allow that to come up and just be very gentle with it and very easy with it. Say, ah, there it is again. So if you're hearing or recognizing, I won't or I can't, or it might be, don't or don't forget. You can reply with don't forget, but I'll remember. So just flip it around to the opposite of what it is. If you can't, you know, you're focusing on I can't do that, flip it around to I can. And and what is it that you can do? And again, it's a baby step towards the end result of what you want. Right. Yeah, very small steps. Gradually adopting the position of change your belief system gradually. But think about going 180. Somebody who's very, say, materialistic, focused on the, the physical world, who believes in nothing beyond the world, who believes in nothing exists beyond this and the life service you've done. And some folks like that. Some people even believe in a higher power who believes nothing beyond this world. And they certainly are opposed to these kinds of ideas. The mind could be energy and there's something very different going on. But I like the fact you said in your book that your last thought is what counts. When you're trying to manifest something, the last thoughts you focus upon are what you're going to make happen. You put forth some right. kind of desire that you want to put put out there, but then you cancel it saying, oh, it's not going to happen, it's going to take forever, it's not going to happen to me. Your self-pity comes back up, you just shot yourself in the foot. You just sabotage That's yourself. exactly right. So recognize them when that comes up, and one phrase you can say is, okay, cancel, cancel, clear that thought, and then just, right. again, focus on what is it that I do want. It's getting easier. Exactly. You cancel back out, take away that negative effect, and refocus upon the positive. Remind yourself that you have these powers inside you. You have great creative powers. You can do incredible things upon Earth. Sometimes it takes remind yourself that throughout the day because so many negative thoughts come back. And I find that a lot of folks' physical pain plays a huge role. Again, I'm in four hours. Oh, it sure does. They're tired and medical problems. Exactly. And the physical pain will dominate their thoughts profoundly. It's hard to counteract. Well, they told me one day, she said, you know what, we're down here in God's waiting room. You know, they, they come here, you know, it's been the last years of life, that's their intention in the past ways. And that's the wrong way to think about it. And every day you can learn, you can grow, you can expand yourself, expand your consciousness, learn great new things. A lot of folks, of course, have a hard time accepting that. But you can't help everybody because they are where they are. They have free will. They're going to create what they want to believe in themselves. They're going to do it themselves. They don't have limited power to lift them up if they're open to it. I've been a psychologist for many, many decades, and if somebody doesn't want help, you can't help them. They have to want help. I I have a saying that the work is always on oneself. You can change yourself. You cannot change anybody else. You can put out ideas and recommendations and all that, but we cannot change anyone else. The only person we can change is ourselves. However, other people in our lives are always bumping up against us and showing us. And so rather than blame somebody else, you might thank them. Say, oh, wow, that's what they're showing me. Showing me, They're mirroring my energy. What is it about myself that is uncomfortable that I'm ready to change? And how can I do that? The work is always on ourselves. 
And I used to tell my parents, they, they lived into their 90s. I said, you know, Mom and Dad, as long as we're living, we have work to do. Meaning the work is always on us to improve, to let go, let go of um, the stress, the anxiety, the blockages, you know, the obstacles in your path so that it gets easier and easier and easier. And mm-hmm. that can be a challenging concept for many people. Yeah, but it's all in the energy. Yeah. Your family system is so powerful, influences folks. If you're willing to step away from the family belief system and work on creating their own beliefs, perhaps some new beliefs, not be entrained or really enslaved by the thoughts and emotions of those who raised us or those who live around us. Because people feel more comfortable if you believe what they believe, you feel what they feel. Great, great. And it contradicts their belief system if you come forth with something else entirely. So it's really a really powerful thing. And learning how to change your mind, realize that you have the power, you have the energy within you to create prosperity in terms of health, wealth, well-being, your friendships, your relationships, and so forth, and certainly the money coming in. So you have the power to do that. We all can do it. We all have that power. It totally changes all the theories of the world in terms of science, psychology, which were rooted in the past, rooted in Newtonian concepts from the 1600s. That's why we came out with quantum field psychology. So there's a whole different way of looking at it. It integrates all these different fields together. I think that it Peg a great job in your book. Money's an energy game. Folks here today with Peg Donahue did a tremendous job on money's an energy game. Talking about how you can manifest incredible things in your life once you learn how to do that, how to use those powers, and make those things come true. The folks are here today with Dr. Ryan Dalrymple on Mind Shock. Back in a few moments. Work from our sponsors. Be right back. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. ASMC, the premier German company that supplies everything for adventure, from outdoor clothes to outdoor gear, even backpacks. Lots of quality and lots of specials. To start your adventure, go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ASMC. Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throw in a sexy spy story of conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, Build muscle or just live healthy. Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. A complete mind development course, The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more, all to help you program your mind towards success. 
but it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery, a powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. Remember, positive impacts. www.healthylife.net Everybody, back to Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. Today we have Peg Donahue wrote a really fascinating book called Money is an Energy Game. Peg, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Okay, great, great. I want to pick up this segment with talking about what are some of the most spectacular results you've seen with your clients in terms of teaching them these concepts and how they've turned their lives around with successes. Please tell us about that. Okay, um, I'd be happy to. One of the most significant things is the shifts that people are seeing for themselves when they realize that they are in control of their inner self. When they are ready to release their blockages and they go ahead and do that, do the work. So, And, and the work does not have to be hard. This can be easy work. The tapping work is very easy, but people are feeling um, a lot of relief release of anxiety and stress, and as you let go of those um, negative emotions and negative attachments, then your life flows more easily. You are seeing fewer obstacles. So it's an improvement in uh, relationships, an improvement in the flow of prosperity that's coming in, improvements in health, which is huge as well, and also in um, their own level of comfort within themselves. And one of the things we have in the book is a um, six-week program we call Take an Energy Inventory for Prosperity. And in this program, what we're suggesting is that people just take a week at a time. Just monitor your sleep for a week. Monitor your food for a week. Monitor your thoughts and your feelings, your emotions your spirituality, and, and all we're saying is just notice what's happening and log in the patterns. We give you a worksheet to do that. It's not about when food week, going on a diet or counting calories. It's just noticing your patterns and also noticing, connecting the dots, what's happening as a result of what you notice. And then you can decide what it is you want to change during Thoughts week, um, you might realize that you are pushing things away a lot. I don't. I can't. I won't. And so you may decide, you know, I'm going to change that and start easy just with one thing at a time. During mm-hmm. food week, you might realize that you're eating food every day that is leaving you tired or worn down. So you may decide to change some of that. You may decide during sleep week that, hmm, I'm noticing that my patterns are, are sleep patterns are broken up during the night. I'm going to um, make a conscious effort to go to bed earlier or sleep longer or sleep later to get a, a deeper cycle, mm-hmm. things like that. So um, 
the results mm-hmm. we're seeing of people are tuning into themselves and realizing that they have the power to change their choices exactly. and they have the power. Yeah, yeah to, their own self power. That the work is on themselves, and right. also to stop blaming other people for what's happening right. in their lives. Exactly, don't blame others. Power's inside yeah. of you. To exactly. take personal right. responsibility. Take responsibility, and just don't mention any names. Of course, we can't do that. But just thinking of some of the most dramatic transformations that you've seen. You think of some of those where somebody's really transformed their life from going 180 to like a whole new transformation, a whole new point of view, and really conquering life, having come, say, from a very negative place originally. Mm-hmm. Can you think of some examples? Well, I'm, I'm thinking of, in particular, of um, a woman that I'm working with now. She, she lives abroad. She lives in, in a... Um, foreign country and she has moved from one country to another and is feeling much more settled so she has um, you know recognized her own patterns and recognized that she needed to make some changes so she actually changed her location she had um, did some clearing work as well and she said oh my gosh you know as I'm working with you you know these um, feelings and these restrictions and constrictions I've had on my energy they're just leaving. So uh, people are, you know, clients will come back and um, with, like, the shifts have had, they, they think I've done it for them. It's not me doing it. It's they are doing it themselves. So I will be a catalyst to help them. Another woman is, again, in a, um, a foreign country. She had been doing a lot of spiritual work, and then she got called back into, um, you know, with, with COVID, to actually lead um, the response for this country in terms of it, 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 its COVID response team. So she actually switched jobs because she said this was, you know, such an opportunity I could not pass it up to be a part of this shift in the world. So she went back to, um, she had been um, working in the health sector and then she left to, to do some work in the spirituality sector. And when she called back in, she said, I'm, I'm taking that job. And, you know, I know I can jump back into my full-time spirituality work after this year is over, but I'm going to join this uh, worldwide response team. And that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Other people have, yeah, um, uh, say, sold property and um, bought property in areas that they um, really enjoy living. So they have mm-hmm. shifted there. Um, many people, it's within their, um, their own homes. I was recently working with a, a gentleman that is in um, moving into retirement um, phase, and he was wondering, what do I do with my life? So he has put a lot of the principles into practice, and after a few months, he um, was much more clear about the direction he was headed and um, much more um, willing at that point to do his own work. So that's what the, the big shifts are, people taking ownership of themselves and, and responsibility for themselves. And then right. the, the, the path, you know, break one. And then also have the hope, and part of the faith and trust in the universe, as you mentioned in your book, to make those steps, like Harrison Ford in that film where he steps out across that chasm, the bridge is there, the path is right there. Oh, I, there. I love that one. It, it's yeah. the, the sense of trust, just right. trust. But you had to believe in it, you know. And I have Actually, seen this um, many times, particularly with young people, with millennials. That, you know, just trust. If you are not happy in your situation, you don't have to stay in it for a long time. You know, you can try and make a change where you are, but also leave. So the millennials are more apt to be up and out of there if 
they are not seeing change happen fast enough for them. I actually think that's a very good thing because they're, they're willing to, you know, help organizations change, but if the organizations aren't ready, they're going to move on to the next one. That's right. They just have, have to have hope and trust. In fact, there, there was a Harrison Ford metaphor that goes back to some ancient texts I read years ago, going back to metaphysical organizations, which existed some three, four, five thousand years ago. That was actually one of the tests people would go through. They go through this very, very rigorous said trial and error to go through to advance in various stages of conscious development. Yes. They should have kind of trust. Where That's exactly right. Where they was they had to step across the chasm where the, bread, the pathway beneath the water was hidden. It looked like it was, they were stepping into a great, great depth when, in fact, there's a pathway there. It's really important to develop that trust, faith, and, of course, hope for a better way. Folks, we're here today with Peg Donahue in her fascinating book, Money's an Energy Game. It's really intriguing. Uh, way she's put it together, I think it's a great, great guide to how to manifest your inner powers and make things happen in your life. Folks, here today, Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. Take a moment for words for sponsors. We'll be right back. a fun, stimulating program that can teach you how to develop your own powers of creation. It uses a three-part mind, stimulating approach to get you to develop your own creative thinking. It will help you create a powerful self-image and helps you see how you can take creative action. You'll develop your thinking power and your skills, and you can do this in eight days. Get Dr. Ron Dalrymple's book, Eight Days to Creative Power, on Amazon.com. Overcome your problems with the step-by-step guide. So get Eight Days to Creative Power on Amazon.com. Get high-quality glasses, sunglasses, and prescription lenses at eyeglasses.com. Choose from over 250,000 items and 400 brands. Already have frames? Get replacement lenses. It's easy. Go to our advertiser page and click eyeglasses.com. A complete mind development course, The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more, all to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery. A powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything. And once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. Hello, folks. Welcome back. Dr. Ron Dalrymple and Mind Shock. 
We have today Peg Donahue, about our fascinating book, Money's Energy Gain. Peg, how are you doing? Welcome back. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, Ron. Okay, great. I want to start this segment with the $64 question, which really goes back in TV history. Groucho Marx used to have a show called The $64 Question. I don't know if you ever saw that or heard about that, but yes. that's always like the big question. Now, here's the thing. All these concepts and techniques you're talking about working, which, of course, they do, what does this imply about what are the underlying truths, what are the basic truths of the universe, of the mind, of the spirit as to why these concepts even work? Please tell our audience about how you see that. Well, I see it as it's all energy. Energy is, is all around us, and that's really what the answer is. And we li- I, I believe that we live in an ever-expanding universe. So that, you know, oftentimes people are thinking it's black or white, it's yes or no, it's, you know, you're wrong or you're right, but I believe we're in an ever-expanding universe, and everybody is really right because our beliefs are playing out in front of us every day. So make your thoughts good ones, and then you're going to see those experiences take shape, you know, right before um, your eyes and and come into your own experience and into your own field. So it's about we're living in an ever-expanding universe. It's all in the energy. So make your energy um, positive. Release those obstacles. Release those blockages. Now, this doesn't mean that you're not going to have challenges. But what I have found is when you um, take a an energetic approach to living and a positive approach to living, the answers show up, and you are more aware of your choices, of how you can release those obstacles or challenges, how you can work around them. And so each of us have, have options. When you are um, on a downward spiral, you, you may feel you, you're not seeing them. You, you're blocked. And so it's like the worse it gets, the worse it gets. But also, the better it gets, the better it gets, because you're almost in like a, a funnel, an upward ever-expanding funnel, and the sky's the limit. It really is. Mm-hmm. It, there's a, a concept which says the same thing. Again, there's ancient metaphysical text. It talks about the spiral of evolution, the spiral of consciousness. That well, evolution is not about changing the world or forms in the world, but more evolution is about the expansion of consciousness as we expand as to, as to who we are. That's yes. really a huge jump for folks to make because modern-day science, you know, traditional science, thinks that the brain is superordinate to the mind. I came out of quantum field psych years ago, first being 19 years old, that what if the mind is an energy field which transcends the physical brain? That mm-hmm. changes everything and its implications for its spiritual levels as well. If the mind right. is energy and we are energy beings that exist beyond the physical brain and the physical body, what does that imply? It's a totally different set of factors, especially when linking together through the science and spirit being bonded or connected by this new bridge theory. How do you see that? Well, I see it as pay attention to your heart. Pay attention to your feelings and your emotions first because they are driving what's showing up in your brain. And there's a lot of science behind this of how the connection between your heart and your brain and heart math is doing a lot of work with this. So pay attention to those feelings. And, again, release the negative feelings, release those blockages, work to release the anxiety, at least come to neutral. That's what I say. Because, again, you're not going to go from zero to 100 all at once. It's going to be gradual steps. So aim to come up to a neutral level first. Like, hmm, maybe maybe there's something to all of this. Maybe if I just change one thought a day or notice, you know, one thing a day, 
I'd like to talk about or bring to people's attention the, um, the tipping point. The tipping point, according to Malcolm Gladwell and Barbara Fredrickson, is three to one. So strive for three times as many positive experiences every day as negative ones. That will help you to turn the corner and overcome some of these patterns. It's not about never having any you know, obstacles or any challenges. We all do. But strive to have three times as many positive experiences as negative ones, and then you will start to see some momentum. You'll start to gain some momentum. Mm-hmm. It's like a critical mass type concept where if you... It is. It is critical mass. Exactly. It's all in the yeah. energy. So get that ball rolling with um, positive energy and good experiences for you. And then you'll build resilience. You'll be able to pick yourselves up faster and you know, work around the challenges that um, each of us have in our lives every day. Mm-hmm. So you be a, train yourself to be aware of negative thoughts or feelings as they pop up. Absolutely. And you program those. So you do mm-hmm. thought stopping or emotion stopping. You stop Absolutely. the negative thoughts, replace with three or more positive thoughts. Stop negative emotion and force yourself to focus back on the positive emotions and you keep training yourself over and over to do that. So while it becomes a habit, a lot easier, all the stress thrown to you by life won't knock you off course as quickly. Yeah, go ahead. Right, and I was going to say another habit I think is um, really worthwhile is take some quiet time every day, whether you call it meditation or you're out in nature, you're sitting you know, quiet, you can just start with a minute and then five minutes and you know, 15 and 20. But just take some time to just be, just notice. You know, many people tell me, oh, I can't meditate. You know, I'm just, my mind is too active. So I say, okay, well, just sit. You know, when I learned, when I taught myself, I had to sit with a timer. I would set the timer for five minutes because my mind was always going. But then I started just to notice that mind chatter. And now, you know, 20 minutes is, is easy just to sit for, and I'll you know, come to after that, or 45 minutes. So just take a, a short period, but take some time for yourself every day. Just still your inner voice, still your energy, and just be. And it gets easier. So you know, you start somewhere. Just you know, sit down. You could, you know, if you like to go out for a walk, just go out for a walk. You know, put down your cell phone and put down you know all the distractions and just be. And Really paying attention to nature. That's all energy out there. We can learn a lot about this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So tune back into nature, tune back into yourself, your own inner voice as you bring back, in mindfulness, to talk about bringing back to the center as it were. You don't focus on the future where you have anxiety or the past where you might have a depression. Focus on the moment and also feed in those positive thoughts that you have a much higher connection, a much higher self that works for you constantly you can bring forth into your world all day long. Now, Peg, please, please tell our audience where they can find out more about you and your work and your, your book and so forth and your seminars and, and so on. The book is Money is an Energy Game, and you'll find it on its own website, www.moneyisanenergygame.com. There's information about me out there under the author page as well as my co-author, Madeline Gerwick. And then... For my own work, you can go to fengshuiconnections.com. That's fengshuiconnections.com. So mm-hmm. fengshuiconnections.com or moneyisanenergygame.com. And if anyone has, has questions about our work or whatever, just email me. We're both very responsive. We're happy to answer questions and help people out and 
get you moving in the right direction, or in a forward direction, I should say. That's right, forward direction. Okay. Well, Peg, great. Great having you on the show today. Thanks a lot for being here. We appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Well, thank you, and uh, enjoy the mountains up there in uh, New Hampshire. I love it up there. It's beautiful, right? It sure is. (laughs) All right. Thanks again. Thanks for the great work you're doing. And thank you. You're doing a fabulous job as well. All right. Well, thank you. Take care now. God bless. You too. Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. If you want USA and worldwide car rentals, choose rentacar.com. Free cancellations on most bookings, no hidden charges. They are trusted by over 4 million customers. Visit our advertiser page and click on the Rent-A-Car banner. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity. Things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything. And once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. This is Jack Maher from the band Feed the Kitty. It's important to support the artists you love. And you can do that and get something authentic for yourself. Rock.com has the most coveted, licensed merchandise of music, culture, and entertainment. So go to the advertiser page and click on Rock.com now. Quantum Field Psychology 2nd Edition is an astounding book on the new theory of mind. It is the first unified field theory that incorporates the influence of the mind and emotion on physical reality, the universe, and even other minds. It actually integrates all modern psychology with quantum physics, mathematics, Western, and Eastern spiritual beliefs. It's the true bridge between science and spirituality. Get your copy of Quantum Field Psychology, second edition, by Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Amazon.com. Radio your way. HealthyLife.net. Folks, welcome back, Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. We just had Peg Donahue on. Her book is called Money's an Energy Game, which is a very interesting synopsis of her ideas and insights and experiences about how to tap into the fact that we all have energy inside us. We all know from Einsteinian work and whatnot in quantum physics that all matter is energy. Matter is actually energy which is resonant or vibrating at a specific frequency or for complex material forms, a constellation of frequencies. So all matter is really energy, and the what's fascinating is the energy flicks, flickers on and off so fast. If you look, for example, an electron, it has like such a, a tiny mass. It's now thought that it's not really a mass at all. It's simply energy, 
that it registers as mass when we try to measure it. It goes back to Heisenberg and certainty principle that you can't really uh, measure two things at once, that whenever you're the observer in a situation, for example, you change the situation by the power of your observation. There's the power of thought, the power of mind energy alone changes it. But the world is energy, everything's energy, and we project that constantly. That is, the mind is an energy field, which came up with years ago in quantum field psychology when I was working at NASA. It struck me at 19 years old that, wait a minute, the mind is energy. That changes everything. Because the theories back then, and most folks in the world of science today still believe that the brain is predominant. That the brain is everything, and that when you die, the brain dies, that you're dead, you're gone. And there might be something spiritual there they don't know. There might be a God they don't know. But if you turn that around, that the mind is an energy field, which exists beyond the physical brain and beyond the physical body, it changes everything because it implies very spiritual aspects. And so we set off on a journey back then at 19 years old to investigate that. I was at NASA, had a great job, I could stay there forever, and really a beautiful place to work, but I took a much more difficult course to figure this whole phenomenon out. So I traveled the world, went back to grad school, saw many patients for years, taught college, learned all the different fields of psychology all over again at the higher level, and created quantum field psychology. And the idea is that if you link up all the different theories of psychology together with quantum physics, topological mathematics, and Eastern and Western philosophies, you come out with a whole new paradigm. It's a paradigm shift, which is a bridge theory, which links up science and spirituality and shows that they are one. Or science has a spiritual basis to it, and spirituality has a scientific basis to it. So the mind's energy field links those different fields together and gives us a whole new way of seeing the world. So it's really a theory of everything. The, the prior theories of everything, so-called by Stephen Hawkins and others, I'm sorry, are more of a, no offense to them, but more of a mishmash of ideas kind of thrown together. It's not an integrated, comprehensive theory, which gives you a whole new paradigm shift like quantum field psychology does. Of course, hard for folks to see it because it's mostly math and physics. Usually people with background in math and engineering can figure it out. But most folks in uh, psychology, psychiatry, philosophies, whatnot, kind of balk at it because it involves mathematics and physics. Anyway, she made a lot of great points in her book, which are very, very interesting, such as you must link up the different energy bodies we have. We have you know, physical body, emotional body, mental body, spiritual body. There's actually, I think, many more bodies than that, but they all vibrate at different frequencies. And the key is to line those all up identify the fact that you are a higher conscious being. Who you really are is that spiritual entity at a much higher level. The more you shift into that mode of thought, you link up all those bodies together. And what you dwell upon and what you focus upon projects then very powerful energy from you to the world around you. So you send out in circular form from yourself very, very powerful vibrations at a high frequency then it's much more likely to manifest in your world. And she talks about it in her book, you make things happen very, very quickly, which is true, if you first shift that state of higher consciousness. You dwell upon what you want to make happen, and you assume this already happened. When you have total faith and trust in the fact that the universe is going to make that happen, or it has made it happen, you may not see it in a physical world yet, but it's already existing in an energy state. And it will manifest in the physical world once its vibrations are lowered to manifest in the physical world. You know, much of the ancient texts we studied for quantum psych talk about that exact process. You create first as an energy form the most lowers vibrations to the physical mass, physical plane, to make it materialize as a material form. It's really a fascinating thing that many folks now from all different walks of life are coming together to figure out how these processes work. And so each author we talk to and each book we study, they have different approaches to getting at this phenomenon. The idea that we are energy beings inside these physical bodies, we have a much greater destiny than we ever 
possibly imagined that we are much greater beings than, of course, we're taught in schools and churches and by governments and whatnot, and films and TV, and most of the propaganda out there is just as propaganda. It denies us our true nature, the fact that we are these higher conscious beings, these super conscious beings inside the physical body. And the mission of life, I would argue, is to awaken to that fact, begin to call forth those powers, command those forth to make great things happen in your life, which you can do, and you can prove to yourself in the stepwise process, going little by little, taking baby steps one at a time. So if you believe in something, have total faith in the process, and see the end result is already existing, you can make it happen. She talks about a 68-second technique where, first off, you put yourself, first off, you have to know what you want to make happen, what you want to make manifest. And you put yourself in a very high-energy state, feeling super powerful, super positive about something that's happened to you before, whatever it is, or I like the concept that we are higher conscious beings. You shift into that state, and you feel enormous energy, and you focus on what you want to make happen, and you have total faith in the fact that it is manifesting, that total faith and trust is very, very powerful to make it, make it happen. Now, prosperity concepts like this go back thousands of years. In fact, you can look at the, the Bible, the Old Testament and the New Testament, has many examples of prosperity and manifestation techniques. And British reports claim that those stories were drawn from ancient stories going back thousands of years before the various books of the Bible were written. So the authors of the Bible took the ancient concepts of their day and put it into a more modern form for that day to express to the world how these things work, but often told in the form of a metaphor or an example or a teaching story let people know that this is who we are. We are these higher conscious beings inside the physical body. For example, we know that in ancient India, the Siddhas traveled around some 12,000 years ago teaching people about these higher concepts of the mind. But what happened was that various individuals got a hold of these ideas, and this happened throughout many different nations and cultures over time, various individuals who fell into the deeper, the lower ego state, lower frequencies of the ego, which means selfishness, self-focus, narcissism, greed, whatever, and took those powerful ideas and used them to enslave the various cultures. So there was been a battle for a long time of trying to wake the world up to these higher concepts and realize we do not need to be stuck in the past or these lower beliefs. Our job is to awaken those higher states. That's what quantum field psychology, our book published in 2004, is all about, showing this whole new theory of the mind, incorporating the major theories of psychology, topological mathematics and quantum physics. And it makes perfect sense as a bridge theory connecting spirit and science. So we put that into a film called The Endless Question, a two-hour documentary to make it, hopefully make it easier to understand. That's available on Amazon Prime for free. A book's all on Amazon. One of the earlier books is called Eight Days of Creative Power, at least you create a power inside you. Another book, The Inner Manager, is a precursor to quantum field psychology and to The Endless Question. The Inner Manager is a story of a young man who meets a brilliant lady who takes him on a journey of self-discovery where he awakens to the higher powers of his mind. Another book is I Love You, God, where you focus on the higher aphorisms and thoughts help bring into your life as spiritual ideas. Our new book coming out is called Mind Games People Play. It's very interesting, folks, the games you encounter, the adversary, as it were, in the external world, to trip us up in our endeavors. In any case, all these books and films and the folks we talk to, everybody's working towards this universal goal around the world to help mankind waken up, awaken to a higher state of consciousness, and realize that we are far more than we ever thought or were taught before. So, folks, stay with us. We've got a lot of great folks coming up in the future interview. Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. Thanks for being here. We love all of you. Take care. We'll see you next time. Over now. 
Get 366 Proverbs of Peace, Prosperity, and Power with Dr. Ron Dalrymple's book, I Love You, God. This book will lift you up when you are down as it helps you focus on positive higher thoughts. It helps you attain peace and harmony every day. It will even help you build better relationships, self-esteem, and get a better feeling of self-worth. I Love You, God is the perfect book to bring peace to the world one person at a time. Get your copy of I Love You, God by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. For all your live or pre-recorded webcasting needs, come to earthchannel.com. Get your web-based message out to a select group or the whole world. It's easy. A pioneer in webcasting, earthchannel.com provides the best products and services to big corporations and government users. And now this same technology is available to you. They have the best earthcast encoders, servers, and products to meet your technical needs. But wait, don't want to mess with technical stress? No problem. They'll do it for you. EarthChannel.com is your answer. You can use webcasting for lots of things like advertising, marketing, customer support, training, and don't forget, web radio and TV. In fact, you're listening to a live EarthCast right now. So come to EarthChannel.com. Actualize your audio or video webcasting needs today. You can't beat the friendly service or the price. Call EarthChannel.com at 1-800-849-8978. That's 1-800-849-8978. Here's an opportunity you won't want to miss. Dr. Ron Dalrymple is taking on some new clients to coach them to success using the most powerful creation tool you have, your mind. Get timeless secrets on a plethora of his programs designed to help you be your most successful you. Explore the laws of creation. Learn how to unleash your inner genius and so much more. Visit Dr. Ron's website today at drrondalrymple2.com. That's drrondalrymple2.com. Eclectic Talk with a positive twist. HealthyLife.net.